I'm joined by a couple of folks involved with the Friends of Wyndham Animal Shelter. Julia Tanaka is a volunteer with that group. Joan Lamont runs Cats Northeast and is a Wyndham Animal Control Officer. Folks, good morning. Thanks to both of you for coming in for today. And Julia, what is the Friends of Wyndham Animal Shelter? Um, So basically, we are a small group of volunteers that work side-by-side with Wyndham Animal Control and Cats Northeast. And uh, our mission is to help the lives of local animals. Um, And that is what we are. (laughs) And I, I mentioned that Joan runs Cats Northeast and is also a Wyndham Animal Control officer. Joan, what is Cats Northeast? Do you work with any dogs? Well, Cats Northeast originated to uh, address the overpopulation problem with cats. So the CATS stands for Cats Assisted Through Spay Neuter. Uh, it's a local charity that's been around since the late 90s. We run the area's low-cost spay neuter clinic, which is staffed by volunteers. And we also have a small cat shelter since the Wyndham Dog Pound doesn't have housing capability for cats. We run a private dog park that's used almost daily by Julia and her crew for dog socialization and exercise. And we also have private members and we host a community garden on the property that's planted and tended by Chase Marks and Sarah Carr. And Julia, tell me more about the dog park. I know how popular that is down there at Recreation Park. Uh, nope, it's not the um, not the public dog park. This is a private member-only dog park um and um we rent the space um and i run um pack play groups and puppy socialization um groups here all right i won't ask where it is then because it's a private group so we won't do that but do are you involved at all with the one at recreation park or is that two different things two different animals different different they're different things um and no i haven't actually been to the public one Joan, tell me what animal control is and, and what they do, what their role here is in the town of Wyndham. We do a lot of things here, and I think people don't know about a lot of the things we do. This is going to take a while. We <laughs> answer calls from the public involving domestic animal situations, everything from barking dogs to animal cruelty and neglect. We respond to callers with rabies concerns and try to determine an appropriate course of action. We educate people on state and local animal laws, appropriate pet care, try to help them find financial assistance for their medical needs if they need. We get involved with protective care of animals from emergency situations like house fires, condemned buildings, hospitalized owners, dogs in hot cars. We in Wyndham do our best to identify situations that need intervention before a crisis occurs or before a seizure of animals becomes necessary. And I would say that most people really do want help with their pets, and we try to give them that help on terms that they can feel comfortable with. And Joan, you used the phrase domestic animals. What if I were in my backyard and I saw a bear come by? Do I call animal control, Wyndham animal control, or do I call DEEP? That would be DEEP. And another thing that you talked about on that long list of things that Wyndham animal control is involved in is leaving pets, I think it's usually dogs, but nonetheless, leaving pets in hot cars. 
This is the time of the year when that becomes problematic. Just say a couple of words overall about why that's a threat for animals and what Wyndham Animal Control does to try to prevent that from happening. People need to use a little bit of sense when they're going out with their animals. Um, Sometimes we get calls about dogs in cars when it's 40 degrees out, which is, you know, not really a, a danger for the dogs. But when it starts to get sunny and up in the 70s or so, it can get really hot, really fast in a car. Um, and so it doesn't matter if your windows are down. The temperature can still go up pretty fast. So we want to encourage people to think ahead before they, you know, pop their dogs in the car for a drive. Yeah, I had a member of Wyndham Animal Control on here about seven years ago, and he told me that they actually go out on patrols to some of the real problem areas. The Walmart lot is one of them. And he said that they, on a 90-degree day, he says they found a dog in a car. Obviously, the car was hot. They went into Walmart, and they paged that license plate number. The woman knew who it was, and when they told her what it was all about, she got really mad at the animal control people for embarrassing her at Walmart, even though it was only the license plate. But the point is that I think she should have learned a lesson that day. And I myself have been proactive when I see a dog in a car on a warm day. Joan, what would you suggest people do when they see an animal locked in a hot car at, say, a parking lot? Well, call animal control. If you can't reach animal control for some reason, because sometimes we're on the road, um, you can call the police and they can radio us. We can go check it out, see what's happening. And we do just what you said. A lot of times we'll, we'll call for the, uh, the license plate and have, have the, the owner paged. But dogs in hot cars are the situations where people really want to get into fights in the parking lot. Because usually the people who've made the complaint are standing there waiting to see what we're going to do. Yeah, I remember I had one case about five or six years ago. I was up in Massachusetts, and I had some kids in the backseat of the car, and I saw what was happening. There was somebody that got out of the car and left the dog in the car, went shopping, and so forth. They came back to the car, and I'm in the car with the air-conditioned kids in the back seat, and I said, watch this. And I went nuclear. And I, I really went hardball on him. And I think more, I wish more people do that. When the cops or animal control sees a dog or a pet in a car and they can't find the owner, do they actually break the window to get in to give the dog or the pet some relief? We haven't had that situation happen yet. Um, you have to really be careful about, I mean, like people will say, oh, the dog is panting, but dogs pant. So you have to know what you're looking for to figure out if the dog is really in trouble. So, no, we've never, I've been here 14 years, we've never had to actually break a window. And again, you said domestic animals. When I was a kid in California, we had a skunk end up in our downstairs washing machine. And I wonder, does that qualify for a call to animal control or is that deep? What do you do if you've got a skunk in your house? Well, it doesn't technically, but we, we try to help when we can. And uh, we've, we've dealt with lots of wildlife situations that we're not involving, uh, you know, rabies threat. We're just a matter of them being in the wrong place at the wrong time. And if we can help, we do. Uh, but the main thing to keep in mind is that you need to figure out how the animals are getting in or you're going to be taking them out all the time. So, 
you, you know what I mean? It, it, there's a, there's a, a place of egress that needs to be blocked. Or conversely, in our case, what they did, they came out and they just opened all the doors, opened the washing machine, and the thing eventually would get out, and it did, and that took care of that problem. I didn't forget about you, Julia, but uh, let me go back to you. What does the Friends of Wyndham Animal Shelter do to aid cats in the Northeast and animal control? Um, So what we do is network the available animals on Pet Finder and Facebook, um, we screen potential adopters, and that means doing vet checks, landlord checks, make sure that proper care will be given for each pet, and also especially making sure that the best fit happens so that if someone applies for a dog or a cat just because they like how it looks, uh, it doesn't always mean they're going to be the best home for them. And even if they have a wonderful application, we may say, hey, this animal would probably be a better fit for you. Would you be willing to meet them? Um, And we also do fostering. um, Like I foster kittens and mommy cats um, and foster the social dogs in a home environment. Um, And yeah, so we're, we're basically here to help uh, find the available animals homes. And do you actually go into the soon-to-be adopters, meaning the humans, background and maybe check out the residents to make sure that that would be a good match, that they can actually sustain a dog or cat or other kind of pet before they can adopt that shelter pet? Um, yeah, within within reason. of um, So we have an application process. They fill out the application, and we do... Um, you know, we do vet checks, make sure um, that they've always given proper care to their animals in the past, um, and we'll do landlord checks, um, make sure they can own animals where they do live. Um, and, you know, within reason, we're not stalking people, but, <laughs> um, but you know, we, we have a pretty good application that lets us get a feel for um, how people care for their animals. Julie, I know maybe a half dozen people who have shelter pets, and it's 100%. People thought it was a great idea. They were happy with their pet. Give me a feel-good story of someone who came to the Friends of Wyndham Animal Shelter, and you connected them with a shelter pet, and they've gotten back to you maybe a year or two down the road and said, best decision I ever made. Oh, goodness. There are so many. (laughs) I, um... Well, actually, with my with my playgroups and stuff, um, a few a few of the dogs I've fostered have um, gone to homes with some of my other clients. Um, so, you know, I see them often, and I see the progress that they've made and that they've kept. Um, I I don't know. It's so it's so hard to just pick. Joan, can you compare the adoption rate now versus before the Friends of Wyndham Animal Control Shelter was born? Um, so I'll have Joan answer that a little first because she knows the previous kind of adoption rate that that there was. I can't give you actual numbers, but I can tell you that the volunteers have been incredibly helpful in spreading the word about our animals, posting them on 
various social media sites. Did you give them Natalka's name? Let's give Natalka a shout out, but I can't say her last name. <laughs> Natalka Tuchkovich. Um, she runs our social media. She runs our Facebook page. Um, so they're available, like our available animals are on Facebook. And then I post them on the Pet Finder page. Um, and that's a thank you to Julia because all of this takes an incredible amount of time. And because the volunteers are helping us find homes more quickly, because of their outreach, it means we can help more animals. And sometimes we can even reach beyond Wyndham if they hear about someone who needs help that someone in our group is in a position to provide. Do you get more dogs or more cats that are adopted? Definitely more cats. Yes, there is more of a, um, a higher volume of cats um, coming and going. Um, I do... Last year, and, and we started our group in um, around June of last year, um, and I'm a little obsessed with organization and numbers, so I kept track of everything. Um, and I do know that last year we adopted out 105 cats between uh, June and December and 15 dogs and one bunny rabbit. And then so far this year, we have done, uh, coincidentally, 15 dogs since January and 46 cats. Julia, is this kitten season? Uh, we're coming upon kitten season, yes. I have um, my first litter of kittens. Um, have Some have gone home, and uh, I have two more that are still waiting for a home. So it's it's coming, and it's going to come fast. <laughs> but I have to say, in Wyndham, we don't have a huge kitten season because we have a spay-neuter law. And we're, we're pretty proactive about enforcing that law and connecting people with the resources bleh, that they need to get their cats spayed and neutered before they reproduce. Julia, does the Friends of Wyndham Animal Shelter have a wish list? What do you need to be even more efficient and effective? Um, we do have wish lists on um, Chewy.com and Amazon.com. Like some people prefer to just order online and send it along, but we would definitely always take donations as uh, dog food, cat food, cat litter is a big one. Um, and Or we can take monetary donations in different forms and also, um, if people wanted to call North Wyndham Animal Hospital and put a donation towards um, the town of Wyndham, um, the account that's there at North Wyndham Animal Hospital, that is always greatly appreciated because the town, even before animals are available to be placed, we do take in um, medical cases that need treatment over there. Um, the pair of mastiffs that were picked up was a huge example of that. Um, we took them, we took them to the vet and they actually ended up having, um, skin infections, mange, um, and they are a pair of really big dogs and it was a really big bill. <laughs> Is it the same rate for all dogs and all cats, or they vary animal by animal? It is different. So we do have, like, our kitten fee is different than an adult cat fee. Um, and the dogs is um, 
all basically the same except puppies. It's a little bit more because we put a little bit more um, care into them since we have to do a um, like a vaccine schedule instead of just one vaccine to have them be all set. Very important. How do people get in contact with both of your organizations? Um, usually email is best. Um, we have a friends of Wyndham animal shelter at gmail.com email. Um, and then there is also a cats Northeast at outlook.com email and, um, animal control is ACO at Wyndham Um, Keep up the good work. I'm very supportive of what both of you do. Joan Lamont, who runs Cats Northeast and is a Wyndham Animal Control Officer. Julia Tanaka, volunteer with Friends of Wyndham Animal Shelter. Thank you both for joining me this morning. You're welcome. Thank you. 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.